Shit. Welcome back to episode three, part two of Why Did You Watch? Okay, so where were we? Um, uh, she's just had a nightmare. And oh, Siggy yeah. is around her place on the floor, woke her up saying, you've had a nightmare. Yeah, and she has that dream and calls her dad and everything's fine. So the next day, Larry goes to work um, to be a tailor on Deep Space Nine. <laughs> uh, yeah. And while he's at work, Julia dresses up like, I could only describe it as if Margaret Thatcher were a goth. This is how she'd dress. <laughs> She okay. just looks, yeah, there you go, mental looking. She even has red hair as well, just Julia. Oh, okay, so I assume she was blonde. No, no, she's got, um, she looks a lot like Thatcher. Imagine if Thatcher just sort of gelled the sides of her hair down a bit. So was... She did. No, I mean, in the <laughs> 80s. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine, yeah. So... She dresses up like goth Thatcher and she goes to a bar and she she picks up a dude who looks remarkably like Phil Collins. Okay. And then lures him back to the house. Dun, dun, dun. Well, that sounds like it was probably easy. <laughs> and, well, it was for one thing and for another thing, he's English. Okay. Yeah. So yet another English person... The dots are starting to align. Yeah. So you would... Apart from all the Americans. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on there. But he he was... For some reason, he was really bashful about the whole thing. He was like, you know, I I never do this. (laughs) And she's like, this nail. Oh. Much like in Hellraiser. I know. No. No. It gets worse. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a bad choice of words. <laughs> anyway, um, so he he seems he's initially he seems quite nice and he seems to really like her, but we soon lose sympathy for him because he starts like trying to kiss her and stuff, which is very much the impression he got was the reason uh, he went to yes. her house, and she just doesn't seem that into it, and he okay. just he just gets really angry and goes, "Oh, don't tell me you changed your fucking mind." Like that at her? Dude, okay. if she had, that's not the way to get her to change it back. No. Like screaming and swearing in her face. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that these podcasts are going to give incels a lot of really great advice on how to talk to women. <laughs> like, if they don't want to, don't scream in their face. Yes, true, true. They'll like you more. Don't abandon them in a graveyard. Don't run off with their knickers and leave them yeah. in the graveyard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if they're wandering around your place of work naked, don't ominously suggest that they're never going to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or kiss them and then slap them and then tell your friend, no, she wanted me to. <laughs> I'm really starting to see a theme here. Anyway, so, um, so she takes him. him... <laughs> huh? I, I do. You're picking him. You sure I pick s- him, as they say. I certainly do. And if we do do Candyman, it's only going to get worse. Um, (laughs) So, uh, so she lures him upstairs to the, you know, the horrible attic room that Frank is, Frank is practicing his, his album cover. Yeah. It's like, he's just finished like doing one of those head spins and then he does that pose at the end. Oh, nice. You know those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what they're called. So Frank's up there 
concealed in the darkness. And yes. she she lures him upstairs and Phil Collins is like, oh, but there's no bed in here. There's uh-huh. no bed in here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Julia, I, at this point, I'm so distracted because her eye makeup is so horrible. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, it's not really the point. Obviously, Phil's into it. Phil really liked her eye makeup. Maybe it's just a sign of the times. But, um, Could be. So he, he weeks his pants down. Uh-huh. Trousers. He weeks his trousers down. It's very obviously and, in England then. And th- Yeah. And then he's like, oh, just before we do anything, I would like to nip to the gents. Uh, and that's when he discovers the door is locked and then it's hammer time. Oh, no. He does get nailed. Oh. Yeah. And he was very surprised to be struck about the head by Julia with a claw hammer. Ooh, which end she... of the claw hammer? Well, the 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 hammery end rather than the um, nail yeah, remover end. Did she? But oh, okay. Still though. Either, either way, it's going to put a dent in your day. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you. Um, also, he's wandering around uh, trouserless. Yes, I know. It's so undignified being murdered with your trousers around your ankles. Well, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> also, it's going to be really hard for him to go downstairs to like go to the gents anyway if his trousers are around his ankles. That's yeah, just, he really she should have pulled those up. What was he she could have like, just hot? waited. She could have just waited and then had tripped and broken his neck. Yeah, chances going are he would have died anyway. If he did fall down the stairs with his trousers down, this dude... Frank would have to come out of the shitty room, come down the stairs on his elbows okay, to suck him dry and then shimmy back upstairs again. So it's just a lot easier for... I suppose so, yeah. yeah. It's a lot easier to just kill Phil Collins in the room and at least pull his trousers up once he's dead. Give him some dignity, I would hope. Your Honour. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Awful. Uh, so did it... she shout Sillip Bang when she hit him? Bang! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Phil Collins is gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Do you remember that she... film uh, In Order of Disappearance? Yes. Great Love film. that film. Great film. That film will never be discussed on this podcast because it's no. really good. <laughs> Top recommend, though. Top recommend. So she she just full on Peter Sutcliffe's for Phil Collins here. So the large number of people probably won't understand what that means. Peter Sutcliffe is a hideous, horrible murderer who uh, enjoyed beating women to death with a hammer in Yorkshire um, and Manchester in the 80s and was a complete shit he was nice to his wife although he cheated on her constantly with sex workers Um, but but she didn't know that I mean the parallels between him and Linda or Lydia whatever her name is is starting to come through (laughs) Uh, Julia. Julia, sorry. I just got the, the ear bit. Yeah, right one. enough. Cheated on her, cheated on their spouse. Beat people to death with a hammer. Yeah. Julia, however, is is more. She's not really a Peter Sutcliffe. She's more of a Myra Hindley. Or oh, Timmy Mallet. Timmy Mallet. <laughs> Can you imagine if the last thing you ever heard before you died was whack a blur? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh, yeah, pretty bad. No, I love that show. Do you remember when he, he had the two contestants yeah. and if they got yeah. the answer wrong, they get hit with the hammer? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I can see why they took that show off the air in the end, actually. Yeah. 
But, um, oh, Timmy Mallet. She wore an itsy bitsy teeny weeny. Yeah, oh god. Uh, that she wore who... when she hammered a guy on the head. Oh. Yeah. Aww. Brought it back. For those of you who weren't born in the 80s, we shall move on. Uh, Timmy Mallet was a legend. Google him. Right. <clears throat> so, Myra Henley here. Uh, she goes on. She goes full Lady Macbeth at this point. She like shuffles off down to the bathroom and she's all like, oh, there's blood everywhere. There's blood on my hands. Yes. Okay. Tries to, and tries to clean herself up a bit. The reason she left the room was because Frank, like, you know, elbow crawled over to the dead body and went, uh-huh. don't look at me again. Sure. And then went, oh my God. He actually went, like, do you know that noise when you've finished your milkshake and the straw yes. is just sucking yeah. bubbles of, of yeah, yeah. milk? That noise happens. You're running on fumes, yeah. Yeah, but the, you know that really thick, like, I do. Oh. Noise, that's okay. that's what you hear. So no wonder she left. <laughs> like, oh. She says, I'll leave you two alone. <laughs> yeah. Warp. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. So she clears off to have a bit of a clean, takes her shirt off because it's filthy. Don't also, beat someone Also, it's an 80s movie, which is a horror. Yeah. It's pretty oh, no, much no, mandatory she's got a... for a woman to take the top off. She has a nice little sort of negligee thing underneath. Sure. Yeah. She's got lovely underwear throughout this film. I don't know why she wants to go out with Frank since he keeps going at her underwear with a feckin' flick knife. Fair enough, yeah, true. That's, no woman is going to be like, ooh, he cut my underwear off, how romantic. No, she's going to be like, you son of a bitch, you've any idea how difficult it is to get comfortable underwear and you have just ruined it. (laughs) Right? Yeah, sure. No, No one's yet come after me with a knife, thankfully. What, to rip your boxers off? Yeah. <laughs> Sheltered life, perhaps. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, uh, me yeah. either. I'm happy to mm. report, but I'm just saying, like, it does happen. You know, when, like, in a movie, and the guy, like, rips the woman's yeah, yeah. shirt open, uh-huh. and you're like, you bastard, I love that shirt. All the buttons, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to sit and sew those all on. That's what was great about the English patient, because he tore his shirt open, right? And then they did the deed. And then he sat and sewed all the buttons back on her shirt. Legend. Yeah, it sounds like he's done that before. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, how yeah. did you learn this skill? So, yeah. Well, because it's not also, my first time. Also, what she didn't know was that it was actually all put on with Velcro, so you could just tear it off and look really manly, but then just like, <laughs> stick them back on. Oh, it's not the most romantic noise, is it? Velcro ripping? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Especially if you've got a hairy chest, that does not work. Ooh, does Velcro upset a hairy chest? I, I, I don't know. Well, it's... it's mm, mm, no. I'll, I'll do some experiments later. <laughs> Pippa's like... <laughs> <laughs> she's like that all day today anyway. I don't know what's, uh, what's bugging her. But every time I've seen her, she's just looked at me and gone, Meow! Angrily. I don't know what her She can foretell is. the future. And it involves Velcro. Oh. Anyway, um, <laughs> she's in the bathroom, taking oh, herself off. She's yeah. wearing classy underwear. She is. She's a lady. So, okay. um, so she goes back up, and there's a, just a sort of a husk of Phil uh, Collins on the floor. Just oh. sad. If only I knew some of his song names for quotes, but I can't think of any. Well, I mean, I can't talk. I can't dance and I can't talk. 
I mean, that's, not anymore. <laughs> that's the case now. Yeah. Um, so these, yeah, there's just a husk on the floor. But Frank now has like muscles and blood vessels. Has he grown the most important bit that Julia's interested in? Funny you should ask that because that, that comes up later. I mean, that doesn't come <laughs> up later. I mean... <laughs> oh, funny. Wow. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, I didn't mean that. I didn't uh, mean that. No, I mean, that issue is raised later. Just was... for everyone who's listening, Kathy's just turned bright red. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no. Um, anyway, so he's got... He looks like... You know when they have those models of somebody's muscular yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's what he looks like now and he's pretty okay. pleased with himself because he he sees julia because she went back up and he goes come here and he goes come to jeji <laughs> what the fuck come to jeji really yeah really and julia's like no, no. <laughs> now have you heard the song come to daddy by fx twin uh probably but daddy. i can't think come to daddy that yeah. is a reference to hellraiser oh, that's where okay. he, that's where he got the come to daddy line from okay so while she's upstairs explaining this to frank uh, her husband comes home garrick's back uh-huh. from deep space nine <clears throat> yeah. and julia just lifts the little exsanguinated husk uh-huh. of phil collins and sort of hides him in the, the spare bedroom opposite the 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 attic room so it's the house sort of works like you come in the door and mm-hmm. so you've got a little um you've got a little porch, right? Yeah. And then there's a staircase. Um the first thing on your left is you come out of the porch. Uh, and then if you look straight ahead there's a living room. And if you go around uh-huh. the back of the stairs there's a kitchen. And okay. You, and the stairs are really twisty windy. Right? Okay. So you go up a bit and then across and then up a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you go up a bit, and then you're onto a second floor, and it has a bathroom and two bedrooms. Yeah. And then you keep going up the stairs, and then you come to a landing, and on your left is a spare room full of junk. Uh-huh. I'm assuming a cupboard straight ahead of you, and then to your yeah. right is Frank's bedroom. So Julia manages to sneak down to the toilet and pretends that she's not feeling very well, and Larry. Did she put her top back on? She does put a top. She goes, yeah, she cleans herself up and then puts a new top on. Okay. That's what she does. Probably a good idea. But she tells Larry, go and pour me a brandy because I'm not feeling very well. Um, and I'll come down and get it in a minute. Right? Okay. Yeah. She, clean, she cleans herself up and then she puts on a nice white shirt and then she goes back up to Frank again. And uh, he's all excited because he's got nerves. He's got some nerve. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going, I can, I can, I, he goes, I hurt. I've got nerves. Yeah. You know, I can feel Yeah, he's skin. got no skin. Well, if yeah. If someone splashed some, like, uh, Tabasco on him, he's not going to have a bad day. Oh, absolutely. Um, So now Frank des- decides he's going to give her a bit of um explanation for what's been going on. So he says that, um, he's, he says, you know, he's got nerves and he's like, I'll, I'll only need one or two more victims. <laughs> That's uh-huh. all. You know, uh, and then I should be, yeah. I should be back to normal, and then you and I will run away together, um, because uh-huh. we, because they'll come for me, if I stay here too much longer. Okay. And she's like, "Who's they?" And he said, "The Xenobites." Right. And they'll come for me, you know, and 
and he's saying all this stuff to her like yeah we'll run away together and we belong to each other now and you're like come on julia how stupid are you you know mm. what a prick this guy is he's clearly using you he's clearly yeah. manipulating you yeah, yeah why do you believe him you know so you're like oh come on meanwhile kirsty has got a job in a pet shop mm. oh okay yes uh and she's not very good at it <laughs> oh well the pets are dying the pets haven't well some of them will but um the pet hasn't pets haven't died but she's only worked there for like a day and the manager just went off for his lunch break and just left her alone she's very uh-huh. irresponsible uh, and, yeah and uh i don't know if this is like a a requis- a prerequisite of the pet shop but all the customers are american uh okay and that's weird I do. I, I did not know that you could buy monkeys in a pet shop in the in the UK in the eighties or anywhere for that matter. Uh, I don't think you could. Well, there was one for sale in this pet shop. Okay. Yeah, and it was not happy. <laughs> was it throwing shit at everyone? It might as well have done. It was just sitting there going wah ah the way monkeys do. Okay. Um. So it's got these American customers in there and it's got that same homeless guy who gave her a oh, yeah. look before. Yes. And so he he's fiddling about with something and she goes around and she's like, what are you doing? And he lifts his hand out of the cricket. Um, uh-huh. Enclosure. And yeah. his hand's covered in crickets and she goes, give those back. Which I just thought was really funny because it's like, hi, uh-huh. they're like stuck to my hand. <laughs> yes. Give those back. But he just starts eating them instead. And she, she okay. Goes, That's she simply goes, not cricket. That's just not cricket. And it's she locust. Goes, she goes, oh my god, and then boots them out. Like, okay. What's wrong with eating crickets? A man's got to eat. We've eaten crickets. We have. Yeah. Covered in cheese. Ooh, melted yeah. cheese. Anything covered in melted cheese. Well. Oh, A large I'm... number of things covered in melted cheese are made palatable. Yeah. So that happened. Pet shop. Pet shop locusts, yeah. yes. Poor Kirsty. Uh, Siggy turns up to be like, hey, when are you going on lunch break? And she's like, I just saw a homeless guy eat some crickets. And Siggy Let's like, have Jesus. crickets for lunch. Yeah. Like, God, There's none left. You know, get oh. out of the UK once in a while, Kirsty. Jeez. Like, yeah. Britain is one of the few places in the world that doesn't have some sort of insect as a, 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 um, a food yeah. source. So, um... Meanwhile, right, so what's her face? Cruella Deville has decided that um, she needs another victim for Frank. Uh-huh. Flippant. So she, um, so this time, you don't, you don't even get to get to know this guy. He just, it's very much like, oh, hello, cut to in the house, cut to smack with a hammer. Yes. Bang! And, yeah, uh, uh, and this oh, time, Barry. like, she's, and she looks, her, her outfit has changed, her whole, like, uh, um, what would you call it? Demeanor. Her look, her look has changed, and yes. she looks like a. She just looks like the female version of um, Gordon Gecko. She just looks like an evil yuppie. Oh, the okay. color's gone. Yeah, yeah. Her eye makeup's even more severe. Her hair uh-huh. does more severe. She more shoulder looks... pads. Yeah, pointy shoulder pads. Ooh. Pointy shoulder pads. And 
she she's just like nonchalantly wiping blood off her fingers this time. Uh huh. Like, you know, it's Ain't not no my thing. first time murdering someone. It's yeah. your second time murdering someone. It's not that you get over it instantly. Yeah. Psycho. Yeah. Anyway, so she's a lot less upset. And uh, and now she's sitting with a whiskey, sort of swirling it and sipping it with this very. You sure it's not a brandy? Oh, it probably was a brandy, actually. Maybe she likes a post-murder brandy. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> oh I god, it's scary how he said it at the same time. But when I do, <laughs> it's yeah, always when yeah. I've murdered someone. Yeah. So, so Frank's upstairs having a cigarette, and she's giving him a shirt at this point. Um, and he's all excited because he can taste the cigarette. So depressing. Okay. Like if if I hadn't tasted anything in a bajillion years, and the first thing I got to taste oh, was a God, cigarette, no. I'd be like, pew, yeah. Pew, pew. It's like when Data gets emotions, gets his emotion chip, uh-huh. and he goes to the bar and he asks for a drink, and he drinks it, and he goes, I hate this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was all excited because he really didn't like it. But then again, the only way is up. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if this is bad, it can only get good from here. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, she might as well have brought him a club mate. You know, a hideous drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, it just tasted like someone had dropped all Put their, their cigarettes into their... Yeah. out and some tea, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, club misery. Jesus. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. I think uh, it's <clears throat> it's like Marmite. Yeah, they love it or you hate it, I guess. I suppose so, yeah. So it turns out that Frank still has that box as well. He still has the puzzle box. I've been wondering about that. Mm. But we haven't seen it until now. And um, Julia asked about it. She's like, yo, what's with the box? What's in the box? Yeah. Yeah. So he starts explaining that it's uh, a doorway to the pleasures of heaven and hell. And he says that... um, he he was mucking about with this box and the, re- the reason he went to get it and the reason he opened it was because, you know, he was a bit bored with just, you know, the uh-huh. uh, the sins of the flesh, shall we say. Sure. So he, so he wanted to open these doorways to the pleasures of, of heaven or hell. I didn't care uh-huh. which, you know. Ooh. He said okay. that, that these dimensions that this box took him to, uh, pleasure and pain were indivisible. But when you right. watch what he went through, like he's just dangling off the ceiling with blood dripping all over his face. There's just ass blood and guts everywhere. So I don't see where the pleasure come into this. Yeah. Well, As, isn't it called chasing a high? I guess. Like like an adrenaline junkie, maybe? Yeah. Or something. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I so guess it's I, nice when it stops. And and it looks like it's the Cenobites who, who do it to you. Uh-huh. So, so Hank, Hank, Frank is just a hedonist, really. Sure. But he's just taken it a wee bit too far, you know. Um, it, it just does not look fun. Yeah, it's like my granda always said: banging your head on a brick wall is great because it feels so good when you stop. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. But he's he's telling her all this stuff, and um, he's so obviously manipulating her. You know, he's like stroking her face and being all like oh i can change i'll be nice we can be together forever oh god yeah that's not a good sign everyone knows what's going to happen here julia except you you know don't you watch soap operas (laughs) like how do you not know what's coming Uh do you know Uh what i mean uh yeah all he's done is turn her into a, a, a 
a murderer, Minion. a cold-blooded yeah. murderer. She likes boxing now. She's just sitting watching boxing with Larry downstairs. And um, and Larry's sitting there going like, oh, I thought you couldn't stand to watch boxing before. And she says in this really smug way, she's like, oh, you know, I've seen worse. I was going to say, yeah, she's like, yeah, it's a bit tame. Let's bring on the MMA and the uh, cage fighting. She's like, at, at any point, is he going to hit him with a hammer? Because that's more what I'm into. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like, was it a WWF in the 80s before they had yeah. to change their name? Oh, yeah. And someone who just got hit around the face with a chair. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, so there's a storm going on while this boxing thing's happening. Mm. And Frank, for some reason, is uh, is reenacting that scene from Footloose where <laughs> Kevin Bacon like has a full-on temper tantrum in the steel mill where he's like slamming into the walls and running around and like... Okay, the right. Pacing yeah. back and forth and punching the wall, all this sort of nonsense. He's so really anyone going... who's ever lived in an English house would realise that everyone within about three blocks would have heard him. Yeah. Even if a storm is going off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. You're just listening out for the broomstick on the on the ceiling from the next door flat. Yeah, Shut up! Keep it down! Yeah, mad Americans coming over here and making a racket. Yeah. Julia pops around. I'm English, actually. You're Southern. Get the fuck out. <laughs> uh, nice. Yeah. Go back to London. <laughs> anyway, Yikes. with your mad yuppie outfit. Go back. And to... your hammer. Wait, why are you holding that hammer like that? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Right. So Larry's like, oh, the neighbors are going to get upset with that banging noise. We better go and deal with it. But Julia's like, no, 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 don't go up there. And she says, um. It's because I'm uh, uh, scared of the thunder. Yeah, I'm I'm scared of the thunder. Oh, uh-huh. I'm an adorable little waif. You must protect me from the thunder. Uh-huh. Not because my my murderous cohort is up there. No, no, no. So um, he's like, don't worry, my precious little darling. We'll both go. And they go up and they open the door. And in the middle of the floor is a chair. Oh! <gasps> Is it that dining chair we were talking about earlier? It was. It was the dining chair. Of horror. The evil chair that yeah, ruined your dining chair. table. Yeah. yeah. But what Larry didn't see, Larry was so horrified by the chair that he didn't notice that Frank has only nailed rats to the wall. The bastard. They're Where still alive. Yeah. The purry okay. things, they're like wiggling and squeaking. Oh, it's like that. That's not cool. It's worse than that Rick and Morty episode. Pickle Rick. Uh, where he slaughters uh, yeah. all his rats. It was, yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, Rick was doing that to survive, not because he was bored. Monster. Little column A, little column B. Uh, yeah, I mean. For Rick and Morty. Rick isn't necessarily the most morally um, spotless no, person. He's immoral. Yeah amoral yeah yeah so so they're like oh phew uh, uh, well larry goes phew uh julia meanwhile is going well if he's not here then where'd frank go yes um but larry's all excited about being you know julia's protector in the whole thunder uh-huh. thing that he's feeling a bit right so they oh, yeah go, so they go to their bedroom and uh, have a bit of a bone sesh during which Frank sort of lurches out of the wardrobe and Julia uh-huh. sees him uh-huh. 
and he just sort of saunters over to the bed and casually bisects a rat with his flick knife in front of her. Now, well, apparently it turns her on, so oh, the flick it knife, not the dead rat. It really didn't this time because yeah. she starts going, no, please don't. Oh, God, no, no, don't. Which That's not what you want to hear if you're Larry. Exactly. It's exactly what I was thinking. Like the second, if I were Larry, the second my wife said no, I'd be like, oh, okay, all right. Obviously, yeah. Press no. I'll, bet, I'll fetch the aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, classic. Larry seems to be having some hearing difficulties because he just keeps going, uh, and it, it takes about a minute's worth of her going. No, stop! No, don't. Which? Wow, that's weird. It wasn't directed at Larry, but Larry didn't know that, did he? So he no. finally finally stopped uh and then gave her a whole like i i i just don't get you one minute you're all over me and the next minute this like i i just don't know where i stand and storms out of the room right she was clearly very distressed i mean instead of having a temper tantrum larry you might have stopped to ask why she was upset that would make more sense maybe take some notes <laughs> like it's I usually don't like you don't that. happen to have a little pad with you saying, right, now a let me take note. some notes on what I can improve. Oh, okay, mental notes. Yeah. Anyway, moving swiftly on. So Kirsty and Larry are now in a Chinese restaurant having Chinese food. Oh, um, they're on a date. <laughs> Kirsty and Larry. Kirsty and her no, dad. Wait. I thought you said Kirsty and the, um, the guy with the cigarette. Siggy. No, 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 no. Larry. Garrick. Uh... Okay, so for some reason I thought this was just switching scene at the same time. Okay, so no, this no, no. is way later on. Yeah, so Larry okay. stormed off in a huff because um, okay. he didn't get his end away. Um, okay. Without really caring why. Mm. And now he and his daughter are having some Chinese food. Okay. They're having They're having tea and wine with their food, I might add. Who's the real hedonist here? True, yes. yeah. Yeah. And Larry's saying, like, oh, I'm really worried about Julia. She's she's effectively a shut-in now. She never leaves the house. Kirsty, maybe you could go around and try and make friends with her. Maybe she just needs somebody to talk to who isn't me. Because I don't mm. want to listen to her bullshit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so basically, instead of talking to his wife about what's bothering her, he's just trying to get his daughter to solve the problem. I, I don't know. But then Julie is so passive-aggressive, how would he ever get an answer out of her? Okay. Well, it sounds like they're kind of made for each other, really, so... <laughs> yeah. Well... Um... Uh, well, I suppose he hasn't gone around hammering people to death yet, but... Exactly. You know, give it time. That's one hobby they do not have in common. Yeah. So, Frank is trying to talk Julia into giving up his brother for right. his sustenance. Oh, so he wants his brother killed for yes. blood. Yes. And but Julia... like, why does that happen? Okay. Huh? Doesn't make a huge amount of sense because he's had a blood of a whole lot of other people. Why does it have to be his brothers? I don't know. I don't know why he wants I'm guessing he doesn't like his brother. Oh, no. I do... Frank doesn't give a shit about anybody other than Frank. Okay. That's it. Frank's list of priorities are Frank. Frank. And then nothing else. Frank, okay. 
hedonism, nothing else. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's trying to talk Julia into letting him exsanguinate his brother, but Julia's saying no. But Frank's yeah. like, well, you, you, you don't love him. And she's saying, I know I don't, but, you know, I don't love Philip Schofield, but I'm not going to murder him, am I? That would have turned out badly anyway. Yeah, because Philip's lovely. He's also not working. Oh, she wouldn't have been able to seduce him, would she? Oh, yeah. Oh, thank God Philip Schofield's safe. Oh, that's, that's good news. Yeah. We must protect our most precious people. <laughs> Philip Schofield. Uh, yeah. National Holly, treasures and all this kind of other stuff. Holly, not so much. She doesn't have the, you know, the um, the track record of Philip with his gopher. That's true, yeah. You know. Um, Where was I? Sorry, I've got super confused now because I'm thinking about uh, Philip Frank Schofield is... and Gordon the gopher. <laughs> yeah, Frank is trying yes. to convince her <clears throat> to kill Larry. She so so Julia has gone full on like evil yuppie style now. We're talking like very angular shoulder pads. All of her mm. jewelry looks like you could take somebody's eye out with it. Her makeup has gone hammer shaped. Oh god, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or flick nice. knife shaped. Yeah, her yeah. hair has gotten more severe. Her eye makeup is terrifying. Um, awful. And and she goes to a bar again, I guess, and lures a fellow who looks remarkably like John Major back to the house. And huh. maybe it was because he would have probably been looking for someone looking like Maggie Thatcher. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> she told him that she was Edwina Curry and he was all uh... excited and <laughs> lured him back to the house. And he, oh, bless him. He seems like such a, a, a pitiful wee character, this guy, because he says things like, you know, I, I, I get lonely sometimes, you know. Also English. Another English okay. one. Uh, she really has a preference. Um, and he, you know, it's hammer time again. Stop yeah. hammer time. To which he says, Christ! <laughs> okay. No, which is strange. And um, so we get we get to have a, a look at how Frank has been exsanguinating people because he just sticks his hand into this guy's throat and like... Uh-huh. Through the fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know how he's doing that, but... But, right... So because Larry asked Kirsty to go and befriend Julia, Kirsty saw Julia bring John Major into the house. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So Kirsty thinks, oh, she's having an affair. So she's sneaking around the whole house. She goes up to the third floor and John Major sort of lurches out of that room all bloodied and grabs yeah. Kirsty's hand like, help me, you know. But... Frank just barrels out after the guy and grabs him and and some some more and sees Kirsty uh-huh. and weirdly uh-huh. is like uh, oh Kirsty oh you've grown <laughs> seriously he says you've grown uh, uh-huh. you're you're beautiful like this to her uh, and then he says okay and he, he he says come to Jedi again which uh, as we've already established this guy. Like, even the woman who's in love with him won't go near him when he says, come to daddy. What chance do you think you have of this niece that you've you've just said something incredibly creepy to? Yeah, and also killed someone in front of. Well, that too. That's there are so many help. levels of wrong in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So he, he sort of pins her against the wall and he's being like proper creepy uncle, but she like sticks her hand in his guts, in his tummy and uh-huh. guts come out because he's not fully formed yet, yeah. as you know, he's like a baby bird. Um, yeah. And she, um, she, <laughs> she, she, like he's, he, she's, he's grabbing at her and stuff and she, she kicks him in the balls, which, how did that work? Because when you think about it, like he's got no skin, which means, like they're just dangling there. Are his balls just dangling like round his knees? <laughs> uh. How did that work? How did kicking him in the balls do anything? Because it must just be a layer of muscle keeping them in place. Um, if she kicked that, isn't it the epididymis or something like that? I can't remember. The epididymis is the wee thing that's on yeah. the testicle that attaches it to the vas yeah. deferens which have a new name now they're not called the vas deferens anymore silly and bang silly and bang <laughs> <laughs> uh, except in latin i guess and the balls are gone but anyway so i I, yeah. I wondered how that worked but anyway she she grabbed the puzzle box right Ooh, that sounds uh, painful <laughs> Ooh, she grabbed him by the puzzle box and frank went yeah. no like a Yes. And she 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 grabs the puzzle box and she she's like, Stay back. Obviously this means something to you, so I'm going to use it. Sure. Okay. And she she throws it and it smashes out the window and flies out of the, the, the building and he's all Ah yeah. and she runs out of the building while Frank's distracted by this and then she picks up the puzzle box on the ground outside and runs away. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh She's walking up the street. She's covered in blood. She's all dazed and confused. Yeah. Looking like Carrie. Pretty much, yeah. And some nuns walk mm. past her and they just look horrified and scurry away. Have those nuns Is one of them a really the big fat guy? And the other one looks surprisingly <laughs> like Eric Idle. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a film. <laughs> no. Although they were now nuns on the run. Um, yes. But I thought nuns were supposed to help people. They should really place. kick the habit. Ha! Nice. Uh, so she sort of passes out in the street a bit, and a guy with a New York hat gets in her face and says, "Are you okay?" In a U.S. accent. So, okay. Again, even though it looks like she's wandering through Liverpool, there are a lot of Americans there again. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So she wakes up in hospital, and there's a nurse. Never a great place to wake up. Well, it could be worse. You wouldn't want to wake up in the morgue. Although if you're in the morgue, that's the one place you would want to wake up. I was going to say, that's <laughs> yeah. kind of actually a good thing. You wouldn't want to wake up in the morgue mid-obtopsy. How about that? Oof. Has oh, happened. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. I mean, Usually that's... when they make that chest incision yeah. and then you wake up. Because <laughs> that bit's like super sensitive. And super sore. Yeah. That would... Oh, it will be. Yeah. That would not be fun. Um... <laughs> no, anyway, so she there's a nurse in the corner of her hospital room who is just uh-huh. watching a flower bloom on the television over and over. Uh, she's obviously on the flower blooming channel. Or she's taken the meds that were supposed to be for the girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's off their tits in this room. It's just yes. the same thing. And the nurse gets up and she's like, oh, good, you're awake. Uh, I'll go get the doctor. And the doctor comes in and he has a sort of a West Indies accent. Okay. 
which which means he could be in America or he could be in Britain because either would be totally normal, right? Yeah, before yeah. Theresa May started trying to like you know deport people. Oh fuck that shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he has a dicky bow on. Good man himself. Ah, I like to see yeah. a doctor with a dicky bow on rather than a tie that he has trailed through his previous patient, then his lunch, yeah. and then all over you. Ew. Yeah, true. Um, so he's dead on. They lock her in her room, though. Um, uh, for no really good reason. Okay. But Maybe they think she's a drug addict, and I that's think... what you had to do back in the day. Yeah, I mean, they were probably going to get the police or something, I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe they thought she was un- mentally unwell and they were going to section her or yeah. something. Um, okay. But they were like, oh yeah, so we found you passed out in the street with this box. Here's your box back. Oh, thank you. I guess you can play with this while... Uh... She's got a TV in the room. Oh, but Also, it's... this is very clearly a private hospital because if she's in like a room by herself with a yes. TV... Yes. She's like royalty. The room is massive as well. And there's just yeah. one little hospital bed in there. And a TV mm. admittedly locked on the floor blooming channel. Yeah. But other than that. So okay. <clears throat> so she's locked in her room and she's like, well, I've got a puzzle box. I suppose I might as well play with it. Uh-huh. Um, Shut it. <laughs> <laughs> so... And her box sparkles as well because she starts fittering with it and sparkles come off it. I think that there's it. a name for that. <laughs> <laughs> but, right, she does the thing where you rub your finger round yes. in a circle okay. yeah, and yeah, it yeah. opens. It's like a fidget cube. It is like a fidget cube, except that neither Nick's nor my fidget cube have ever summoned a demon from another dimension. But time will tell. Uh, True. <laughs> So so she has some so she accidentally activated this box. Now uh-huh. you kind of have to decide now whether you feel like ignorance of the law is an excuse or not in this instance. Because she didn't know that this was a an evil puzzle box and she opened it by accident. Right. Does that mean that she should be exempt from the consequences? Um, neither neither way, really. Neither way. She shouldn't be exempt, but she shouldn't it, be excused. She's shit out of luck, effectively. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, she's boned. Because like, yeah, I mean, it's 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 not that. It's not that she deliberately opened it. It really depends on whether or not there is an external power that judges whether or not you intended to or didn't. Hmm. And if he understood the consequences of opening it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we've all had a go on a Rubik's Cube. But if someone had explained to me that if you open a Rubik's Cube, a bunch of S&M freaks are going to turn up and rip your face off, I wouldn't have fiddled with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Frankly, Mm -hmm. I would rather have S&M freaks turn up than try to solve a a Rubik's Cube. Uh, Just the thought of trying to deal with one of those things. Ugh, nightmare. Have you ever tried to solve a Rubik's cube? Yeah. Really? No, I. I, I don't would... think I ever did it. I didn't. I think I think I succeeded, but I I kind of got bored and then did something else. Yeah, I I fittered with it and went. That's interesting that you can turn this in a sort of a three dimensional space. That's quite fun. I like the engineering of it. But yeah. <clears throat> if yeah. I want all the colors on the same side, I'm just gonna peel the stickers off and restick them back on. Uh, yeah. 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 Because who has time for this shit? Speaking of building. 
once she has opened the cube a bit and all the sparklies have come out, the wall just opens. It's uh-huh. like, you know, like Beetlejuice style. There's just a... Yeah. And there's a big tunnel behind it in her hospital room. Uh-huh. And she goes in and she's wandering up this corridor. I wouldn't have gone in. I would have started beating the door down for all I was worth. Like, help, help, uh-huh. help. I'm crazy. I need sectioned. Come and take me away. I've got a knife in here and, and a pound of heroin. Please come. <laughs> Anything. Yeah. Just please come and, and, and let me out of this room. But sure. no, she wanders up the corridor and she can hear the baby crying like like she did in that dream, which again should have tipped her off. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Uh, this is probably not good. And then she sees a silhouette of a demon. Ooh. Okay. It's a monster. And it's like, the, the only way I can describe it is like a, a sort of um, a scorpion fish with arms and hands. So it's got like a fish face in the middle, but its arse comes up over the top of its head and it has okay. a stinger. Sure. And then okay. underneath it's got arms with hands. Okay. Like human hands. So it's uh-huh. a scorpion fish man. Thing. Okay. Right. And it's pink and it's gross. And it just comes herring up the corridor at her. Like Okay. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how it actually. I I think it's it's wee hands like move it up the hall, uh-huh. but it's coming after her. And at this point, she's like, "Hmm, maybe going up this corridor wasn't the best idea." And she runs back to her yeah. room, and uh, <clears throat> tries. Tr- she tries to close the box again. I think she figures out yes. like this box must yeah, have yeah. had something to do with it. The TV uh-huh. goes mental. Uh-huh. No more flowers blooming, and then. Yay. The, the tiles on the wall invert colours. So they, they were white tiles with grey grout. And now they uh-huh. are black tiles with like bing, white shiny grout. It looks really Yeah, it's cool. a bit complicated when I think you invert grey. Because I think when you invert grey, you just get grey. A different grey. But in this case, you get a white shining light. And it looks Fine. really class. And smoke okay. starts coming like out of Tron. the walls. Yeah, yeah, it did look really like Tron, yeah. And okay. blood starts going into her IV. Yeah. And they she really think, need to uh, do more work <coughs> at that hospital. I know. And yeah. Kirsty thinks, hmm, I'll check and see if the door's still locked then. <laughs> Which uh, it turns out, like, it just opens the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just needed to pull. No, 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 yeah. no. It's oh. locked, right. And the light explodes. And then we see in a, a of lightning is yes. the third Cenobite, the Chatterer. Uh, ah. The Chatterer looks like a pink fleshy version of the Xenomorph from Alien. Okay. Ish. But he's a bit more condensed in the, the profile. Head like. region. Yeah, yeah. But he's mm-hmm. got... Do you know in, in Alien when um, the Xenomorph like curls its lips back? Yes. And you just yeah, see yeah, the teeth? Yeah. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. That's what this thing looks like. It's got no eyes okay. and it just goes all the time. She's clicking her teeth together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're really cold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. He appears. Oh. Right? And he just wanders over to Kirsty and sticks two fingers in her mouth like she's a feckin' bowling ball. Oh, no. So she was trying to scream and her scream sort of went, ah! 
yeah well it kind of works then pinhead appears again awesome yes and xenomorph who is in the credits cast as butterball xenomorph because he just looks like a somewhat slimmer version of jabba the hutt and he's wearing um you know those old welding goggles that were black yeah yeah, i know the ones yeah yeah Uh he's wearing those like motorbike ones but like darker and round and yeah, covered yeah. in the sides. To, yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. He's wearing those. Turns out his eyes are sewn shut. We find that out later. So oh. why he's wearing glasses at all is a bit of a mystery. But yeah. and he's just a big butterball of a xenobite. He keeps so, dropping stuff. Oh, butter fingers. <laughs> yeah, butter fingers. <clears throat> so it's so cool. And now this. So we're just at the part where. You, you just get the, the 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 iconic lines from this film. It's so great. Mm-hmm. Pinhead just turns up. I was gushing yesterday. Yesterday when I was watching this about the dialogue, I was like, "Oh, the dialogue's so great." And Steve went, "No, it isn't." <laughs> oh. But um, so Pinhead turns up. He just has this amazing voice. And I would like to point out all the Xenobites, English. Even they're English. Yeah. So, so, um, Pinhead turns up and says to Kirsty, the box, you opened it, we came. Right? Okay. Fairly straightforward. Okay, it's like a flare. Yes. And yeah. Kirsty starts screaming with two fingers in her mouth, it's just a puzzle box! Right? To which uh-huh. he says, no, it is a means to summon us. Right? And she... And good, she, good dialogue. Well, wait for it. And she says, <coughs> who are you? Sort of thing. And he says... The Blue Man Group. We're the Blue Man. <laughs> he just whips uh, out a big like... Whoosh, 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 whoosh. No. Yeah. Uh. He says, explorers in the further regions of experience, demons to some, angels to others. Explorers in the furthest regions. That just sounds like a, you know... Further. <laughs> The further regions of experience. And what you're suggesting, the the sensors took out. So. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Demons to some, angels to others, will tear your soul apart. (laughs) My name's Dan Brown. What? How dare (laughs) you? How dare you muddy waters of Hellraiser with Dan Brown, you monster. Yeah, but angels and demons. Well... That's not angels and demons as a catchphrase is nothing compared to demons to some, angels to others. So for a second, I thought you had misheard me and thought I was besmirching Darren Brown, and I think no, Darren Brown's great. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure I've got the right guy. Yeah, but, yeah, okay, no, fine, no. good. Dar- right, yeah. Darren Brown's class, I like him. Yeah, yeah uh, he is. Now Kirsty starts going. It was a mistake. Like I didn't mean to open it. Um, yeah. At which point the lady Xenobite pops up. Remember her? With the, like, yeah. dissected thing. Yeah, with the neck thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and Kirsty obviously realises all of her pleas are falling in deaf ears and she gets a bit annoyed and she goes... Is that because they're all sewn shut? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Entirely possible, yeah. So yeah. Kirsty at this point gets angry and goes, Why don't you just go to hell? Like that at them. And the lady, the lady Xenobite goes... We can't, not alone. You solved the you solved the puzzle box. We came. Now you must come with us. 
Oh, balls. Yeah. So we're not going back to hell unless you're coming with us, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, right? Well, that sucks. So then, so Kirsty is now fully aware of her circumstance. This is the point where Pinhead tries to sort of sell it to her. So he goes, he, he's like, come with us, taste our pleasures. And then he goes, oh, no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. <laughs> Legend. Oh, okay. Now, oh, no tears, please. That is a line from a Cradle of Filth song, which they credit to Hellraiser. So that oh, okay. line also got used by another band. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. No yeah. tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. The next time one of my nephews starts crying, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I would say it's a waste of good salt, but, you know. That too, you're going to get dehydrated. You'll need yeah. a nimble bunny. Oh, yeah. Mm, tasty. Not for everyone, though. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Kirsty decides she's just going to throw Frank under the bus at this point. So she's like, no, 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 no. I got the I got the box from my uncle Frank. He's back. Do you know this guy Frank? Because he's escaped. He got away from you. And they're like, no way. No one gets away from us. And they're like, no, I swear to God, I saw yeah. him. How else would I have got the box? I swear to God, if you just if you let me go, I will take you to Frank, and you can do whatever you want to him. I don't care, so long yeah. as I. So obviously the sort of self preservation gene uh, runs in this family. Because she's just like a... That's true, yeah. Are you missing a guy called Frank? Because uh, I'm quite happy to throw him under the bus for uh, for my sake. Well, I, I would say he's probably perfectly suited to be thrown under a bus, considering his behaviour. Considering he just crawled out from under this bus as well. Also, he yeah. was the one who wanted to go there in the first place. He, yes. Now, she has plausible deniability. Frank does not. He no. went looking for this box specifically to go to these weird pleasure pain dimensions. I think so... like this is also left massively undescribed just so you leave it to your imagination how this all happened. Because if everyone can't escape, how would anyone ever say, hey, there's this box, right? And you get to go to this place. I think, what the, I think the Xenobites leave the box with the Asian guy in Morocco who then yeah. sells it to people because that seems to be the way of it. Yeah, but... But then why does Frank deliberately want to buy it? He has to somehow know that this thing is going to be a key to something that he's not experienced yet. It's a okay, like, so, and, yeah. it's like um, natural born killers where they always leave one survivor so that the survivor can tell everybody what happened. And it's a small Asian dude in Morocco? In this case, yes. <laughs> in natural born killers, no. It's usually a waitress okay. in Natural Born Killers. Okay. Well, I mean, they get a shitty end of the stick anyway, and then, you know. In like, yeah, in general. And certainly in yeah. these kinds of movies. Um, yeah. So, what do you call him? Um, Pinhead. He's like... I better check our account, see if we've got anyone missing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they, they go to yeah. check, and they say, I... Uh, well, what do you call her? Um... The female Xenobite, she's like, well, maybe we prefer you, Kirsty, Because, in fairness, Kirsty is a lot more attractive than Frank is. But I, I don't know if that's their criteria. Um, True, yeah. Uh, mm. But whatever. But Pinhead takes it as like a point of honour. Like, no, no, no. We don't have escapees. Ever. So yeah. he's like, we'll maybe agree to this deal. 
But I want to hear Frank admit it. Um, I want to hear this from Frank. I want Frank to admit that it's him and that he got away from us, right? Okay. So, so you lead us to, you lead us to him, and then we'll see what happens. You know, uh, and then the 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 lady Xenobite says, "But if you cheat us," and then Pinhead says, "We'll tear your soul apart." Like German? Very clear. Said what? in a German manner? No, it's said in an English <laughs> the way accent. He said it. You think we'll that was te- English? What? We'll tear your soul apart. That's English, isn't it? There we go. Yeah, yeah. But the first one you said just sounds like you're doing a German accent. Well, it needs to be said in German. It's clearly a lot more threatening. Scary. Than, oh, we'll tear yeah. your soul apart. Also, to be honest, it kind of sounds like they were going to do that anyway, so... Well, I mean, why not? I mean, the rules of the game are, if you open the puzzle box, you come to the hell dimension and you get tortured slash pleasured, whatever, yeah. whatever you think. So, I mean, really, they didn't need to cut a deal with her at all. I think it's just because she's putting it across like, I didn't mean to open this puzzle yeah. box. I nicked it off someone. I'm doing you a favour. So... Yeah, throw me a bone. Well, they also did say at the beginning that they're all sh- the uh, the females in it said something along the lines of demons to some angels to others. So they're probably like, well, actually, we said we were actually quite nice to some people. So yeah. maybe we should be the good guys in this time. I really got that the impression that that was more in the eye of the beholder kind of thing. Like some people oh. consider us angels. It's not like, well, I feel like being an angel today. Do you know what I mean? You're always an angel, Kathy. <laughs> Aren't I though? Ah, ah. Sorry, I should stop laughing. Uh. <laughs> I'm not calling you. An uh, angel. Mm. Well, because Kirsty got away and ran off with the puzzle box. Um. Yeah. No. Speaking of puzzle boxes. <laughs> what? That noise, the thing that you just knocked off your desk. That was. Uh, I wouldn't open that if I was you. No, yeah. I'm fully Either aware way. of what happens. <laughs> yeah. And yet, you continually buy puzzle boxes. Are you nuts? I know, I have opened so many puzzle boxes and not once has a cool SNM dude with nails in his face popped out of it. Ripple. But you've been ready with that electromagnet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like when someone with a, with a hidden piercing gets an MRI. <sighs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, not cool. No. So, needless to say, Julie is a bit concerned about this. So she's worried because the window's been broken. Yeah, that's going to really affect the resale of this house. No, mm. she's worried because Kirsty knows too much and has the puzzle box. Ah. Right? But Frank, Frank's pitch is, you know, uh, all I care about is getting some skin. Why don't we just murder Larry and go? That's all we need to do. And, and by the time uh-huh. Kirsty tells anyone, like, who's going to believe her anyway? Because it's a pretty ridiculous story. Oh, my, yes. my uncle has reanimated from a hell dimension? No. And John Major's been clubbed to death in my attic. Yeah, yeah. That's a particularly hard sell. Um, so, Siggy turns up um, at the hospital to visit Kirsty, but she's gone. Poof. Right? Um, so, I guess he goes looking for her. And I know what happened. So, hell, the, the pinhead is like, here, take one of these nails, and she picks the lock, and they get out. Ah, he's like, doink. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm it's sh- a skeleton key. Hey! hey. I'm, I'm sure the Cenobites just magicked her away somewhere. Yeah, fair That's enough. That's most likely what happened. So, 
the next scene we see Larry. Like, the actor who plays Frank is gone. It's all Larry now. So this is how versatile an actor Garrick is. Because now he has Ah. to be... Because now he's Frank. They killed Larry and took his skin. He's got his skin. Yeah. And he's he's like squeezing his his hands together to sort of push the skin onto his his body better. So now the woman starts fancying the guy who's in a Larry suit. Yeah. Massively. Yeah. So he puts on the skin... And he comes into the, the room that Julie is sitting in and like runs his hand across her face and a big smear of blood goes over her face. But at Aww. this point, she's like, meh. In fact, if anything, she's into it. And they do the deed. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. And she's a lot more enthusiastic about it this time than she was... Uh, I mean, admittedly, it's it's hard to be enthusiastic when someone's bisecting a rat uh, while you're doing it. So, unless you're into that. I don't know. I'm not here to judge... Yeah. Um, but Kirsty is like beating down the door, and Julia Julia opens the door and acts all nonchalant, like "What's the matter with you?" Anyone would think you saw, uh-huh. you know, your reanimated corpse of an uncle exsanguinate John Major, and she's like, yeah. "I'm here to see my father," you know. Um, yes. Okay. So Julie Ju- Julia lets her in. She's like, "Oh, of course you can go see your dad," and we know. That it's not her yes. dad. We know it's Frank. Yes. But she doesn't. So mm. she runs in and she's like, Oh, dad, you won't believe what happened. And the dad is going, you know, Frank is going, Yeah. Don't worry. Julia, to- Julia told me everything. Oh, we killed Frank. Frank's dead now. We took care of him. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry. Um, And I, I guess Kirsty's so upset that she doesn't notice that he's quite clearly wearing a skin suit because... All along his hairline and stuff, there's just blood uh-huh. and lumps of like okay, gunged up skin and stuff. It's minging looking, and we get to see it because we're looking at Kirsty from behind Frank's oh, Larry. Okay, but I guess good she... cinematography. But even sure, but even along the hairline at the front of his face and stuff, there's just blood everywhere. Um, and I. Either she doesn't notice or she assumes it was some sort of really weird fight with Frank that involved him getting his hairline ripped. I don't know. I don't yes. quite know how that worked. But anyway, so she's saying, she's going, I, I need to see Frank's body. I, I need to see it. Uh-huh. We know why she needs to see it. But Larry slash Frank is like, oh, no, no, you don't need to see that. That's gross. Uh, but she's like, no, no, no. I uh, Trust me. Okay, right, yeah, okay, uh-huh. Uh, so they go up and there's just this smoking husk of a corpse with no skin on the floor. At mm. which point I'd be like, Jesus, Dad, that's a bit much, isn't it? Why did you do that? Yeah. Why did you skin him, psycho? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so she's up there with this body and uh, the, the Cenobites appear and because they want to inspect, you know, frank um right so is are all of them up in the roof at this point no larry slash frank 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 Mm. is downstairs julia lets her up into that room where frank skinless body is and she just slams the door and runs away and leaves leaves what's her face up there Mm. the cenobites into the room Mm -hmm. with Kirsty and Kirsty's like ta-da but um 
what do you call him? Pinhead steps forward and points at the body and he and he says, um, we want the man who did this. Because obviously Pinhead knows what's going on. You know. Yeah, yeah. But, she, but Kirsty doesn't. And for some reason, candles have magically appeared around the body. It's very, you know, reverential. It's like a chalk okay. outline, but in candles. And they're lit as yeah. well. I didn't see anyone lighting those candles, never mind setting them out or anything. But they just sort of... Poof. Sure. Now, Kirsty thinks that Pinhead wants her dad. Yes. And now Kirsty's like, no. That wasn't part of the deal. And he says, yeah. I have changed the deal. Pray I don't change it. No, sorry, it's a different film. Uh, oh, that's Star Wars. You wouldn't get it. Uh, um, uh, fair enough. So she's like, no, you can't have the man who did this because it's my daddy. And she runs out of the room, runs into Frank. And she's all like, yes. and she's uh, not Frank, you know, what looks like. Uh-huh. Her dad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking yeah. out. Mm-hmm. But Frank, no. But Frank slash Larry says to Kirsty, come, come to daddy. Come to daddy. Yeah. And okay. that's when she's like, oh, that's why the body in the roof space has no skin. You're wearing my dad. That's not what she says. Yeah. It's just all conveyed on her face. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And she like scratches his face. Oh, no, this is going to be messy. It really was because the skin just went bloop and hung down. Yeah. And uh, Larry's not happy. Because he, he just got a new skin and she's feckin' scratched it, you know. And yeah. so Julia like grabs Kirsty because Frank's gonna kill her. But Kirsty like ducks out of the way at the last minute and uh-huh. he stabs Julia by accident. Ha ah. ha. <laughs> right? And guess how upset he is? He's not upset at all. Not in the slightest. The only person upset about Julia getting stabbed is Julia. Julia. Yeah. Yeah. And he sucks the life force out of her to try and like repair uh-huh. himself a bit and says oh, yeah. in the most smug tone, nothing personal, baby. Uh-huh. It was never personal. That's the thing. No. That's what we yeah. all knew. And you're the last to know, Julia. And look what happened. He is not yeah. boyfriend material. No. Just saying. So now he's after Kirsty, and she runs upstairs and hides in the, the opposite room. The, you know, the opposite yes. room that has a load yeah, of shit yeah, in yeah. it. Uh-huh. So she uh-huh. hides in there and she's creeping. But it's also got the desiccated body it, of, like, two Phil Collins. people? Phil yeah, Collins, Phil Collins, John Major, and, and the random dude. Random, random dude. Who looked like a sort of business skinhead, would be my description of him. Um, no, she did something that I personally really admire. She opened the wardrobe and a big statue of Jesus just popped out at her and she didn't scream. Oh, I thought you were going to say she crossed herself. Ha! No. No, you know me, David. No. If anything popped out of that wardrobe, I would have screamed bloody murder. But she didn't. And shouted Steve. She, Steve! Steve! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She didn't scream. She was just like... Um, okay cool that's that's a good thing in a horror film yes she stifled herself smart yeah. woman and she hid yeah. behind a box less smart uh-huh. and was super quiet and frank came in looking for her but she was super uh-huh. quiet and he didn't find her even though she accidentally stumbled across one of the dead bodies 
that just uh-huh. she daunted it and it fell and spewed maggots yeah, all over her. Oh fuck! And she didn't that's scream. Horrible. I would have screamed. I know, me too. She, she's <laughs> yeah, that's like shit. iron will right there. Yeah. No, so at this point you're thinking, ah, Kirsty, you legend, you know what you're doing. No, Frank leaves oh. to continue to look for her, and guess what she does? She leaves the room. And then she just... She sits on a whoopee cushion. <laughs> she might as well have done. She comes out yeah. of the room. She stands on the landing and cries. What uh... are you doing? Run away. Sneak down the stairs and get away. Don't just stand on the landing and assume you're safe now. And then... Uh, She's got post-traumatic stress. Have it later. It's post-traumatic. You're not supposed to be having it during... Have it later. You can't have during traumatic stress. Well, I mean, of course you can't. But you know what I mean. Uh, Why? And guess what happens? Frank sneaks out of his room. Uh, Because it was the opposite room. He just oozes out, basically, and then catches her. uh Drags her into Uh. the room and throws her on the floor next to her becandled becandled dad. Who's surrounding her dad, who is covered in candles. That's and a fire risk right there. It is, because she has got loads of very curly hair. There's a lot of hairspray in there. Ooh, she yeah. could have gone up like that. Yeah. When she lands on the floor and she sees the, the skinned corpse, it sort of it, it twigs and she's like, oh my God, that's my dad. So now she's very upset. <laughs> um, <laughs> then she started crying well, again. Yeah, she did. Uh, actually. I she think did. she's got other problems. She was like, oh no, my dad. No. Well, yeah, poor Garrick. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But so Garrick's standing there because it's, you know, Frank in, yeah. in his mm. skin. And for some reason decides he's just going to talk about himself in the third person. This is evil monologue classic 101. In third person, which is the stupidest thing you could do right now yeah. because Pinhead's sole criterion. For dragging him back to yeah. hell was hearing him in his own words admit that he's Frank. It's like that bit in um, uh, Archer where she's like Cheryl, Cheryl, yes, yes, keep, keep screaming your, your own name. name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, classic. So he's standing there and he's going like, "Don't worry, Frank's here," and all this sort of stuff too. Uh-huh. Um, and then, needless to say, all the the usual clattering noises that usually signal the appearance of the Xenobites yes. starts happening. And Frank, yeah. for some reason, goes, what the hell is that? Really? Don't you remember? Yeah. It's the thing you've been dreading happening since you came back to life. Yeah. Dumbass. So he's like, what is that? Guess what it is. It's the Xenobites. And Pinhead is looking particularly smug. <laughs> smug, yeah. Yeah. Because Hello, um, Frank. Yeah, pretty much. Like, <laughs> hi, Frank, yeah. is it? Yeah. And the um, the lady Xenobite goes, and you hear it from your own lips. <laughs> oh, I see. Nice. nice. So the... Um, so the Xenobite... Did the last one go... <laughs> <laughs> no, he got out his phone and went... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um... So they're like, well, Frank, <laughs> we've got you now, kind of thing. And Frank's looking yes. at them, and they're looking at Frank. And then Pinhead sort of looks over Frank's shoulder at Kirsty and says, this is not for your eyes. Great. Okay. Um, yeah, I've heard that line before. 
As in, with regard to this film. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so, at which point Frank's like, how do you two know each other? Oh, so Frank goes, you set me up, you bitch, like this, and goes to uh-huh. like attack Kirsty. And just as he raises his hand to attack her and a big chain with a hook on it flies out and grabs his yeah. hand and pulls it. And then another cha- cha- chain pulls yeah, the yeah, other yeah. hand and he gets pulled back and he's all like crucified basically on this chain sort of thing. Yeah. And he just, yeah, yeah. for some reason, Kirsty didn't heed Pinhead's advice. She keeps watching. And he, s- yes. he smirks at her and like licks the blood off his face. Uh-huh. And then he goes, Jesus wept. And then just starts laughing. And then he bursts. Because all the chains pull in different yes. directions at the same time. And he just bursts into pieces. And you go, hooray! That's roughly, that's roughly what happens when you get someone with a special finishing move with Scorpion in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Contender eliminated. Something like as, that. Uh, as White um, would have it. So, yeah. have you just sort of decided the film's over? Because it's not. Ah. Because. Okay, carry on. The Xenobites were not in an angelic mood today. They're uh-huh. in a So they put him back together. So No, they don't put him back together. They've got Frank uh-huh. back. But they're like, well, do you remember earlier when we said that we might let you go if we get Frank back? Yes. Well, no. <laughs> so, now oh. so now they're after Kirsty. So Kirsty, um, okay. she, she tries to run away, but um, they... They stop her on the stairs, basically, and and they're like, "Well, <laughs> you're coming with us," which I guess is fair enough uh, in terms of like contractual obligation. No, because they broke their contract. They didn't though, because they said maybe. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. Um. So she. However, she still got the box. Well, no, no. The the Xenobites had the box, but I, do, I don't quite know. Uh, I don't quite know how this happened, but between Julia getting desiccated and Frank talking about himself in the third person upstairs, uh-huh. someone arranged. Siggy, huh? Oh, I guess Siggy. Was oh, Siggy! Make an no, Siggy's still on his way over. I guess he's taking uh. British Rail to get from the hospital to. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah. So he'll yeah. be there in a couple of days. Um. Mm. Someone arranged Julia's wizened raisin corpse on the bed, surrounded in chains with hooks on them, and she's holding the puzzle box on her chest. Okay. And Kirsty, luckily, comes across this tableau, and she grabs the puzzle box and runs off with it, right? And she um, she, she realises like she needs to, to solve the puzzle box and get it all closed again to get rid of these Cenobites. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so she comes across Pinhead in the stairs and he says, we have such sights to show you. Uh, and she doesn't want to see them. It just sounds like he's like a tour operator. I know. Yeah. First we have <laughs> Mount Fuji and then we have the yeah. temples in Kyoto. They're gorgeous. And this is my son. This he's is, a banker. Yeah. <laughs> this is my husband. He plays he golf. He plays golf. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We get yeah. it. You're wealthy. And he's the member of a tennis club. As well. This is well. my daughter. Yeah. She's married. Yeah. To a doctor. <laughs> to a doctor. Yes. The best. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. So um so she she like closes the, the puzzle box and each time she solves one aspect of it, the Xenobite yes. disappears. 
So she solves that bit. Pinhead vanishes, right? They just get converted into electricity and sucked back into the box, like they're quickening backwards, right? Sure. For some reason, this seems to cause the house to collapse. So the house starts just falling to pieces. And Siggy Mm. turns up and chooses this moment to, like, burst in and save her. Which, I mean, he's more of a hindrance. She's already doing. Exactly, Yeah. yeah. He... Now she has him to worry about as He's well. He's like, let me help with your box. Yeah, well, yeah. So the chatterer, she for some reason she runs over and like punches the chatterer in the face a couple of times with the box. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, okay. You know the yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't do anything. So then she thinks, yeah. yep, it's definitely solving the box that makes these guys go away. So she closes it a bit more. The chatterer vanishes, right? Okay. Siggy is standing in the hall, gormless idiot, and almost gets stabbed by Butterball. Zenobi? But he didn't open the box, so why would Butterball go after him? I don't know. Maybe he just didn't like him. I don't like him. I think he's a twit. Anyway, mm. so she closes the box the final time, and Butterball vanishes, but... But there's still the woman left. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they never did get rid of her. Maybe she went with Pinhead. Mm. Nah, she didn't. She stuck around and took a took a was it a a, a career of Broadway where she was a famous um, I mean, opera singer. If she if she got a bit of a fake tan and got rid of the weird uh, um, body augmentation, she I mean she's a really good looking woman. She's a proper beautiful. She could woman. just wear like a high collar. Yeah, if she wore a high collar and a bit of foundation mm. and a wig, yeah, she'd be a knockout. So. The woman has not gone back, so she's wandering around somewhere. Yeah, she she. But takes all the, the other sides of the box are closed. Yeah. Yes, but it pops open again. Oh, uh-huh. right. Just at they're at the front door, and they go, "Oh no!" And they open the front door, and there's nothing there. Ha! And oh, then shit. there is. Yeah. It's Scorpion Fishman. Oh right. He's back. No, and he. Like knocks the box out of Kirsty's hand, and he's trying to get it away uh-huh. from her, and she's trying to get the box, and they have a bit of a like slappy fight. Yes, sure. She gets the box. S- fucking Siggy decides he's going to snatch the box off her because he's going to solve it. Don't fucking uh-huh. mansplain mystical boxes that you know nothing about to me, Siggy. Maybe your sex date. <laughs> um, yeah. Mystical. <laughs> so she like elbows him in the face practically and takes the box off him with that look you just gave yeah Yeah, exactly like that yeah solves it and then scorpion fishman vanishes well her dj revolves it uh yes (laughs) solves yeah nice why not and they run out the front door and ah lovely rain it's drizzling. And scene. No. <laughs> uh, There's more to come. Carry on. Um, okay. So, now, they run out and there's lovely drizzly rain, nice and refreshing, la la la. Mm. They look back at the house and it looks like there's a fire in the house because the windows are all so lit there's candles. Oh, yeah, it's those candles. Yeah. Candles are a hazard, man. They are. But... Uh, so it looks like the house is on fire based on like the, the light in the windows. But then they they appear to be looking at a big piece of scrap ground where there's just stuff on fire. 
So, uh, I mean, either the house just instantly went on fire and fell to pieces before uh-huh, the very end, uh-huh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. or they stood for hours and watched it burn down and didn't call the fire brigade or anything. Or I mean, they would relocated. You call the fire brigade? No, but the neighbours might have since it was an end terrace. It looked like yeah. an end terrace. Or they relocated to a place that was just scrap ground that was on fire. But... It is Liverpool. Yeah. But in the foreground, on fire, is the dining room chair. Ah, from the roof. Yes. Nice. That is a fitting end to that chair, I must say. I'm happier Mm. about it burning down than the Cenobites getting defeated. Um, and Kirsty takes the box and she throws it onto the f- one of the fires. Uh-huh. Sensible, I thought. But yes, the cricket-eating homeless guy turns up. Uh-huh. Is he a small Asian man? No, he is a no. hairy white man. Okay. And he just walks into the fire, goes on Ooh, fire. That's going to smell. Right? Ugh. Burning All the hair. hair. Yeah. Ugh. Mm. And he lifts the puzzle box and he transforms into a big demon. And okay. he looks like like the skeleton of a moose with wings. Without antlers. Okay. An antlerless moose skeleton with wings. And I guess the wings are skeletal wings? They're like bat wings. Oh. Yeah. But he's all moo like puppeteered it's quite good okay it's pretty good mm. and now th- so he flies off with the box and Kirsty and Siggy are like Woo! how does he fly off with it if he's got hooves he doesn't have hooves he's got claws because he's part bat I guess part deer but the thing is deer bat. and guess where he took it Brooklyn nope uh, oh, Morocco! Yes, he took it to Morocco and gave it back to yeah. the Asian man, East Asian man, excuse me, because the next scene, there's another sweaty American, and the East Asian man, and he's selling him the puzzle box. Right. The end. Right. Mega. Yeah. Right. No. No. Uh, one question that I have at first: Do you think uh, this happened in England or America? It sounds to me like they did it both in America and England because that's the best way to get a tax avoidance. <laughs> oh, potentially. Because you could do six months in the UK, six months in the US, and not pay tax anyway. Well, I think I think that's a thing. When I watched the film, it said at the end, filmed on location in. Cricklewood Studios. Uh, that's got to be in the UK. In London. And yeah. also filmed on location in London. But parts of it were quite clearly Liverpool. Um, uh-huh. So I did a bit of a Google. And it turns out that they made the whole thing in England. With English people and everything. And the only Americans in it were Kirsty and Larry. But the studio said... Um, no, it's going to sell better if 
we if we make out the whole thing's happening in America. So right. <clears throat> so they just dubbed the English actors, but not all of them. I did wonder if it was dubbed. Yeah. So some of the actors got dubbed, but they didn't dub them all because the victims remained English. Okay. So that's weird. Yeah. So they did a really shit job of it. And I'm guessing it was just the studio who did it. I I mean, what Clive Barker turned in was a movie sure. set in England with English people. Yeah. You know? All right, so what do you think of Hellraiser? Do you think you'd watch it? Mm, no, not really. No. What? Oh, I was so confident I'd get you to watch this one. It's so cool. If the dialogue that you said that was amazing... Well, I can maybe see that if I was a teenager. Oh. Which is when you when you saw it. No, no, when you saw it, which is why you still love it. Whereas I didn't see it as a teenager. I, I can say it's a classic. I assure it's a classic. I mean, even I know it's a classic. Well, when I say even I, I know it's a classic. And I was aware of it for like, I don't know, ages and ages and ages ago. It's just I never got around to watching. And I thought, well, I'm probably not going to enjoy this. So I didn't watch it. Wow. All right, yeah. then. Yeah. So I guess you only have one question yeah. for me, then. Yeah, why did you watch this film? <laughs> <laughs> why did you watch it?